Hello friends, it's been a long time since I have been in your podcast feed and I'm sorry. You know, one of my goals in 2018 was to to do weekly as a podcast and really make a run for it and I bit off more than I could chew because my goal was to interview someone from every state during the year and a couple things went wrong with that plan. Number one was that I did not imagine how much time it would take to talk to people, to set up schedules, to work out things, to work out details, to make recordings, to do phone calls, to get users to record on their end, to edit the podcast and put it up. It was just overwhelming. And so that was a problem. And then the other thing was just working with other people's schedules because people are busy and I'm busy and I just did not plan well for the amount of time it was going to take to do all of that work. And so after, I think I did eight or maybe nine episodes, um, and that really was just all that I could handle. And then I got behind, and then I just got busy, and other things took precedent over the podcast because I don't make money off weekly. Uh, I, I don't make money off that. So, you know, it was a labor of love and some things came up professionally and personally with work and family and freelance that just really took over that opportunity. And so, um, yeah, here we are. It's, it's December and the year's almost over and, uh, I haven't uploaded a podcast since February. So what I do want to do is take a few minutes and, fill you in on some exciting stuff that's happened this year. Even though I haven't been podcasting, I have been doing a lot of creative work that I think is interesting and valuable. So I do want to take a few minutes in this sort of, um, I'm going to do a few year-end episodes and then tell you what's going to happen next year on the podcast because it is coming back for real. I know I said that last time too, but uh, I have a more manageable and realistic goal this time. So uh, here's here's some things that went on last year, this year, 2018. So in February, my last post came out with, I think it was with Justin Dean who lives in Atlanta, who runs that church conference and that church summit and Sunday U and all kinds of cool things. And um, actually got to be a part of one of the uh, church summit uh, online gatherings where I got to record some content and send to him. And so that was a cool thing that formed through our conversation. And so I appreciate Justin and all that he does was excited to get to interview him. I have several other people lined up to interview, um, like a bunch of people that I kind of ghosted. And so, um, if we talked in the last, uh, eight months about being on weekly and I haven't got back with you, sorry, I, um, yeah, I just got really busy. And so in February of last year, uh, I launched some some stuff at church. I work at Highlands Fellowship, which is a multi-site church in southwest Virginia, northeast Tennessee. Uh, we've got six physical campuses and our online campus. And I am our online campus director, online campus pastor, and uh, sort of direct all of our online media as well. And we launched several things this year that I sort of directly pushed. And that really took up a lot of my creative time. You know, for me, weekly is a creative outlet. It's a way for me to share things and share ideas. And I've tried some different formats over the years uh, in doing this and had some things that were successful and some things that weren't. 
And honestly, when I started 2018, I did not realize how much content I would be producing in the year. And so the thought of adding more time into producing content just was unrealistic. And so weekly kind of fell by the wayside, if you will while I worked on other things. And so uh, one of the things that we launched at church was called HF Conversations. And that was a, uh, a video podcast series where we did videos on YouTube and also made them into audio podcasts uh, of, of sort of just an ongoing series that continues on uh, where we took questions that people had about um, faith and spirituality and life. We talked about mission and vision. We talked about worship. We talked about all kinds of things at church. And uh, it's been a really fun series. We've been able to take some of those topics to uh, our weekend services, to the main stage. We had panel discussions on stage on Sunday mornings that I got to lead. And really from that experience of doing HF Conversations, uh, I've also been able to interview several people at work uh, on the stage and, and throughout the week that we've had videos of as we've started new initiatives in other countries and all kinds of cool stuff. I've been able to sort of uh, become the the uh, video and live MC. it seems like, at church, which is a title that I'm super happy to have because I really do love talking to people. And so really the heart behind Weekly continued on and I've had conversations with people from all over the country and really all over the world um, over the last few months because of uh, that desire and so it's been cool even though maybe everyone who might listen to this podcast or who knows me from another way maybe you don't see that what's cool is that that's actually part of what I've done all year is had conversations with people and been able to do that and so even though it's not on weekly the heart behind weekly still has happened, which is, um, you know, it's been exciting and that's been really cool. So I've been able to do that as a creative outlet and I really have been able to accomplish, like I said, the goal of weekly. It just kind of came about in a different way through, uh, my job. What I do at church was able to, to do those things that I was excited about and passionate about. It just didn't happen on the podcast. And so, um, so that, that's, that's been one big creative area and outlet, and I feel, I still feel fulfilled in that. You know, when I look back at 2018, even though I didn't succeed in uh, doing a podcast every week, for sure did not, um, I've also done a lot of other podcasts, put out a lot of media and content, and, and so, so from that aspect, it's actually been a huge win. It's just maybe not been in the way that I would have imagined it in the first place. And so that, that's that been one area of this year is, is having conversations with people, facilitating conversations, and growing in my skills as someone who would interview people and who would talk with people. That's been really, really fun. And so that's been a big area of my year for sure. So another crazy thing that happened this year that took some time and, and took some uh, planning was that I was able to go on a trip to Tanzania in Africa. Uh, at the end of the summer, some people at work asked me if I'd be interested in going to Tanzania, which I, of course, said yes. And so I sent in all my stuff to get all the paperwork to do that and passport information. And I was able to go to Tanzania, which was an incredible trip. I never thought that I would go to Africa. I just... That's just something that I didn't really ever think I would, would be a part of. Uh, but it was an incredible time, and there I was, standing 
in a, a crater in the middle of Tanzania on a safari looking at zebra and buffalo and wildebeest and hippopotamus and it was just and lions unbelievable i got to meet some incredible people there uh, i just felt like my faith was so encouraged being there and we went there to, to help and train them and i felt like i came back encouraged from their faith and so i got to go with um, a guy named gary who's on our staff at highlands who's just an incredible first person we got to get a lot closer together as we journeyed for hours and hours and hours and hours on a plane it was a wild ride for sure but it was a great time for us to go and it was cool to see all the work that's happened over the last few years as we've built a partnership with these churches and people in Tanzania and it's just cool all the all the cool amazing stuff that God is doing over there and to be a part of that was just incredible so that was something that happened at the end of the summer I think it was in August and that was a great great experience um, yeah but I, I haven't been out of the country in uh, since I think since Lionel was born, so it's been around five years since I've been anywhere. The last place I went was Portugal, and so this was an, a very different trip than going to Portugal, but uh, man, it was just so incredible, and again, something that I just did not even imagine happening this year, but a door opened up, an opportunity came, and I was able to take it, and props to my wife who took care of our kids for this whole time that I was gone, which was crazy. It was actually a really fast trip too, but taking care of them for a whole week without me is a feat of strength. And so I'm just so thankful for her and for my family and everyone around who picked up my slack so I could go to Africa, uh, which was just incredible. And if you ever see me or want to see some photos or some videos, I have tons of content from Africa that I would love to show you. So uh, there's another thing that I got to do this year that I wasn't expecting or ready for was to go to Tanzania and I got to make some incredible friends in fact uh, one of the guys named Deo who is kind of leading some of the the work there in Tanzania he came to Abingdon this fall in October for one of our global pastors conferences and so I actually got to be uh, reunited with him in Abingdon Virginia and he got to meet my wife and, and my family which was just really cool and so uh, it's just cool how all these things work together and just making friendships for a lifetime that I never even imagined would happen uh, a few months ago and so that was just an incredible opportunity to go to Africa, which again is something that I just did not think was in the cards. For sure, I was not planning on going on a trip this year, but it came up and it happened and it was incredible. And so that, that add that to the list of things that happened in 2018 that I didn't tell you about on the podcast, but now I'm telling you about right now. I went to Africa. So another thing that I did this year was, uh, you know, obviously I didn't succeed very much on my first goal of recording a podcast every week and putting that out, but I succeeded in other ways, kind of talked about that, but one thing that I did that was really uh, actually a success, a great success, was that I sort of had a quiet goal, a secret goal, it wasn't like secret, like top secret, it was like I didn't talk about it with everybody, it wasn't super broadcast, and that was that I wanted to write more in 2018, 
I've spent a couple years developing my speaking and teaching style and my interview style and how I would like, you know, do a podcast or talk to people. I feel really comfortable in front of a microphone. I feel comfortable on a stage. I felt comfortable on a stage since I was like two years old, three years old. That's never been a problem for me. But my writing voice has always been an issue because I just write like whoever I'm reading the most of at the time. And so I, I write like a mimic, like a copycat in some ways. And maybe other people don't notice that. But I can look back and see threads of like, oh, this is who I was listening to. Oh, this is who I was spending time reading or listening to them speak on a regular basis. And so I wanted to develop my voice. What do I sound like as a writer, as an author? And so I decided that if I wrote all the time in public, that would be too much pressure and I would love the applause too much because like as a three on the Enneagram side note, if you don't know about the Enneagram, it's a really fun and useful tool, uh, kind of about personality and spirituality and what's in your core of being. And so I'm a three, which means I'm kind of a performer. I, I like to perform in front of people. I like to sort of, I live for the applause, you know, in a lot of ways. And so if I wrote every day and published that, I would do it just so people would be happy and I would make them proud or whatever. So I knew that I couldn't just write publicly. I needed to have sort of a more private outlet. And so January 1st, 2018, I open up a blank page in my Evernote notebook and I write and the January 2nd and the 3rd and the 4th and the 5th. Um, and so almost every day, I think I probably average five days a week that I've written something, either in those notebooks. Some of it has been public too. Some of it's been for other things. Um, but I've probably spent an average of five days a week writing. And then a big project that I'll get to in just a minute. So... I wrote a lot every day, kind of stream of consciousness. Sometimes it's called like morning pages. That's what writers and, and sometimes screenwriters do, where you just kind of stream of consciousness, word vomit, all your stuff out. And so I did that, and that was fun and useful. And as I'm writing, I'm learning about myself. And as I'm writing, I'm getting better at it. I'm, and I'm getting better at being able to just sit down and just put out content. And so I'm writing every day in Evernote, things that never see the light of day. It's helping me kind of build that muscle of who I am and, and figure out what that looks like for me as a writer. I wrote some posts uh, on the internet. I wrote some stuff on like Medium, which is like kind of like a blog posting, blog hosting website that I kind of write on now that I don't use like WordPress for a blog. I need a I need a website that would be helpful. Maybe that's maybe that could be a 2019 goal is to build like a personal personal site where I can blog and have videos and all my content live. Anyways, I can chase that rabbit later. We're talking about writing. And so I actually spent a lot of time writing this year and um, wrote thousands of words in Evernote, wrote thousands of words on the internet on a couple blog posts, and uh, I, I wrote some content for church. Uh, and then this fall, for two months, we had um, this pretty long series at church um, called Known, and it was all about finding God's will for your life and experiencing God. And so we had um, a daily devotional that went along with that. And so I was tasked with taking care of that. And so I spent a lot of time writing and researching and talking with other people 
Um, I didn't write all of the posts necessarily, but I sort of helped curate a lot of it. And some of them I did write, um, a good deal of them actually I wrote myself. And so it was a lot of uh, reading and praying and then writing and more writing. And I don't know if you've ever tried to write something for public consumption, but what happens is, is that you write something and it takes you, um, lots of minutes maybe hours to do, and then people read it in like three minutes. <laughs> and so uh, it, it takes a lot of time to write well. And so I wrote, I don't know how many words in that during uh, September and October. And then in November, there is a program called National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo. And it's where from November 1st to the 30th, you write a 50,000 word novel or 50,000 words of a novel. You put down 50,000 words. And I've heard about NaNoWriMo before. I know some people who've done it. I've wanted to do it before in the past, but I just knew that I didn't have 50,000 words in me. I just didn't because I hadn't developed my writing style and I hadn't developed myself. I also don't write fiction. I don't write novels. <laughs> I write like personal things, you know, memoir type things or devotional content, spiritual things or things about productivity and, and software. Um, I don't write novels. But this year I decided that I was going to write a novel. And so on November the 1st, I signed up for National Novel Writing Month and I started writing a novel. And it was a wild ride. It really was. You had to average around 1,667 words per day to hit that 50,000 mark. And so um, it, was, it was a hard road. It really was. For a few days, it was like, oh, this is great. You know, I was just really pumping out content. And then it kind of got into some of the details of the book. And then it got overwhelming, but I kept going and I kept going and I just knew that I needed to finish. I knew that I needed to do it. And it was like, uh, it was like a stretch goal at the end of the year that pushed me in over the edge, right? I wrote a lot this year. I really did. I put a lot of hours behind my keyboard writing. And this was the, the push to the top of the mountain to write 50,000 words in the span of 30 days. And uh, thanks to a couple big days at the end of it, there's one day where I wrote like 6,000 words and several multi-thousand word days at the end. At 11.30 p.m. on November the 30th, I submitted my word count, copy-pasted my massive Google Doc into this word count thing and uh, had 50,300 and. 39 words and sell one I did it and uh, my novel is almost finished um, I actually have a list of people who are signing up right now to be beta readers for my novel because I wrote a novel and um, I I don't think it's the greatest novel in the world but it's a lot better than I imagined that it would be because because I did it because it actually is a thing and so I'm kind of scared I'm honestly really really scared 
to put it out in the wild and let people read it uh, and let them give me feedback. A little scary and maybe editing help. Uh, I definitely need some of that because I did not edit this book. And that's not something you do for NaNoWriMo. You don't worry about editing. You just speed on through. You get 50,000 words and you win. Now, what did I win for completing this and for spending hours a day writing and getting up at 5 a.m. and staying up till midnight? Nothing except the pride of knowing that I did it. I got a PDF certificate that I can print off that says that I did it, and that's all. I could buy a shirt that says I did NaNoWriMo, but that's it. Like, you don't win anything, really, and that's the kind of the point. I don't need to win anything because it was amazing because I did it. I earned it, and I did. I worked so hard to make that happen, and I am honestly really proud of myself because it was a huge, huge undertaking, and so this year, on top of all the private writing that I did, the public writing that I did, the devotional content that I did, other writing and other work that I've done, um, I also wrote a novel, and the novel is called A Moment in Time, and it is set in the year 2062, and if you want to be a beta reader on it, you totally can. Just reach out to me, and I will get you the link where you can sign up to be part of my beta program. The easiest way to find me is probably on Twitter, which is uh, at James Eaton. Um, so just tweet at me, send me a DM, send me a message, and let me know, and I will send you a link to the form to sign you up to be part of the beta program. But uh, it, it's going to be available for those people in the next couple weeks, and then next year at some point, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Whew. So there you go. That's been a huge part of my year, has been writing, writing and writing and writing and then writing a novel. Just to, just to put the icing on the cake, it was a lot of icing. It was a big cake. And uh, it was the biggest undertaking creatively that I've ever done. Um, 50,000 words is unbelievable, and writing that much is unsustainable for like a year, but it is possible to do it for a minute. And so I spent those 30 days in November writing a novel and I'm still a little bit sleepy and recovering from that, but I've started putting the last few chapters together again to send it to my beta readers. And so I'm just excited to see where it goes. And uh, those are just a few highlights from 2018. So sorry for not podcasting. Um, podcasts have been an important part of me listening to things in 2018, but I just... My creativity has gone elsewhere. So that's a thing. I also started a podcast with my friend named John called Watch This, where we watch TV shows and talk about them. So if you want to hear me and someone else go on and on about some deep cuts in some TV shows, uh, you should you should follow Watch This. Watch this podcast. We have talked about The Wire. We have talked about Westworld. We've talked about the leftovers and some other things. And so if you want to hear some deep dives into some TV show episodes, you can listen to that podcast, which actually does have episodes this year. So I guess now that I think about it, I did make audio this year. I just didn't make it on weekly. I made it on watch this another podcast with a friend. And that was fun. It gave some direction to my summer. It gave some, some creative out outlets that I could use. And, um, uh, and some friendship. And so um, you should go to sub subscribe to that podcast. Watch this podcast with James and John. And if you like TV shows, 
then you will like it. If you like Westworld, then you should listen to those episodes. Uh, we also did The Wire, which is a pretty old show on HBO as well. So that is a creative outlet that I'd used with audio that I almost forgot about because this year has been crazy. So those are just a few things that have happened this year. <sighs> it's been a great year. Honestly, it's been really great. And I have a couple things planned, just like year and review things for weekly over the next couple weeks. And then I'll let you know what's going to happen in 2019 on the podcast because I'm not going to leave you hanging all year. Probably not. I probably won't leave you hanging all year. But honestly, it's been a great year. Um, I went to Africa. I wrote a book. It's been incredibly fun. So thanks for hanging out. Oh, hey, it's Emmy Lou. You want to say hi? Hi. Hello. Emmy says hi. Um, Emmy Lou, can you spell your name for me? E-M-M-Y-L-O-U. That's right. Emmy Lou, what's your last name? E-A-T-O-N. Eaton. That's right. So, uh, signing off for this episode of Weekly. Uh, again, more episodes coming. A couple year-end review things to talk about some more stuff that's happened this year but i just want to give you a couple highlights there's even more stuff to talk about crazy i know (laughs) but it's been a while yeah and um and then exciting things coming for 2019 because i'm thinking about how to make that year really really incredible yeah emmy i like your hat oh you like my hat (laughs) yes she's putting my hood on that's that's nice um i turned 30 in 2019 in february so i'm just a couple months away from turning 30 and that is the thing that's on my mind the most right now and so trying to make the most of that trying to get ready for that milestone in my life and uh yeah so thanks for hanging out thanks for being a part of this community sorry for letting you down so royally over the last few months but honestly i'm not sorry because i've been doing great Um, I've been living my life and doing all kinds of creative things. Um, I just haven't had the bandwidth for weekly, but I think it's coming back. I think we're going to be good. And so here's to an exciting Christmas season and an even better 2019. So that's all for this week. I'll see you next week on weekly. Amy Lou, you want to say bye?